artists, musicians, and creatives of all kinds. Looking for help balancing your passion to create with your everyday life? Not sure if your faith can coexist with your profession? Welcome to a place where real artists discuss real life. You're listening to The God and Gig Show. Visit GodandGigs.com for show notes, links, and more information. Hi, and welcome to The God and Gig Show. My name is Alan C. Paul, and I'm a musician and author of the book, God and Gigs, Succeed as a Musician Without Sacrificing Your Faith, as well as our devotional, Your Art, God's Heart, a 21-day devotional for creatives. Thanks so much for checking out this podcast. What we're all about is helping musicians, creatives, and freelancers to build better careers from the inside out. We like to apply timeless principles to the temporary problems that you might face as a creative. And I want to give you the essential tools you'll need to live a more fulfilled and abundant creative life. So what we do here is just share these tips and share these ideas. And we talk to creatives, musicians, and freelancers who have a faith-focused perspective, but are also out there doing it in the mainstream entertainment industry. So today what we're talking about is communication, and we're really kind of focusing on this because there's nothing that happens inside our artistic or creative world that doesn't involve how we communicate with other people, most importantly, other artists. Now, I know there's things about communicating with the audience and connecting with the audience if you're a singer, musician, or a performer, but this is more about that internal communication between musicians, singers, and artists, and how can we make that the best it can be so that when we get on a stage or that when, when we perform, we are the best connected group we can be. So there's five ways I want to share with you that you can improve your onstage performance communication immediately and really have the right mindset so that when you are performing, when you're working with a group of people, when you're collaborating, you can have the most effective communication possible and you can focus on creating the best experience for your audiences or your listeners. So the first thing you have to do is number one, be prepared individually. This is so important. And one of the things that I think we often overlook when it comes to being a musician and artist is that we try to put everything on the moment of the stage, the moment that we get on stage, the moment that we step on stage and it's all about the bright lights and that time that we get to shine. But so much happens before you ever get there. As a matter of fact, a lot of this has to do with before you even get into a rehearsal room or work with the artist or in a collaborative space. You have to be prepared individually before you can ever truly communicate what you want, need or want to create with someone else. So this involves that practice time, that rehearsal time, that getting into either a script or your notes or your 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 MP3s, anything that has to do with getting yourself in a place where you are a prepared person, a prepared artist. So when you step into a stage and you're working with somebody else, you're not the weak link. A great example of this is our interview with Chris Snowden, which is episode 37, if you want to go back and check that out. He talked about how preparation really made the communication with this new ensemble he was working with so much easier, so much better, because he didn't have to start from ground zero. He already had the music learned. He was ready. And so the people in that ensemble were able to connect with him very quickly and very easily because he was prepared individually. So that's point number one. 
Step two is that you have to agree on vocabulary. A lot of ensembles, musicians, singers, it doesn't matter what kind of ensemble you're in. We all come from different places. We have different ideas about how to call things and name things and label things. Some of us have music theory backgrounds. Some of us don't. Some people have a background in technical things. Some are more feeling. They like to explain things and their feelings and their thoughts and their emotions versus a more technical or a more specific musical terminology. So you've got to be aware of that when you're stepping into a example of communicating with your fellow artists. And this works in bands. This works if you're in dance. It works if you're in drama. This works in every single field because we all are different kinds of artists and we all have a template in our minds of how to explain and how to talk about what we're doing. Now, there are some obvious standard things that go along with every industry that you should know. But in terms of vocabulary, when you're discussing ideas or topics or collaborating with a musician or with an artist, you've got to agree on what means what. And so sometimes you might have to just sit down and say, okay, here's what I mean by X. When I say this, here's what I mean. And be willing to sit back and listen to see what the other person is using in terms of their vocabulary. In my own experience, I've seen so many times when simply sitting down and saying, okay, what did you mean by this term? Or what did you mean when you asked for this? And simply being able to step back and ask each other these questions on what a word means or what a concept means instantly improves the vocabulary because it's a sign of respect. It shows that you're more interested in understanding than trying to be understood. And in a musical or a performance or an artistic situation, that's a huge plus because everyone wants to be understood. And of course, if you want to create something great, you all have to be on the same page. So that's number two. You've got to agree on your vocabulary. Number three is a term which I grabbed from a Instagram post from a singer. I really, really love following. Her name is Alicia Otuja. And I love this little phrase that she put in one of her phrase, her Instagram posts. And she talked about the band walking out and having the synergy. And she used the phrase, we left our egos in the green room. And so my third point is to leave your ego behind because there's no room for ego or pride or me first when it comes to communicating. There's no way for you, even if you are the leader or the MD, and I want to be very specific here, we're not simply talking about musical direction, although musical directors and MDs and people who are leading ensembles and directors have to be very clear communicators and we all have a different way of doing it. Some are in churches and ensembles where they have talk back mics and things like that. I'm not necessarily referring to simply the musical director letting his ego down. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying every single person in an ensemble has to be willing to think about what does the other person need first. We're going to talk about this more in the next point, a couple of points from now, but you have to leave your ego behind and refuse to let your desire for validation or praise get in the way of the band or the ensemble's performance. You simply have to make sure that you're not putting your needs ahead of everybody else's when it comes to communication. There has to be a give and a take. So yes, sometimes you need to ask for something. Sometimes you'll need to be a little more assertive with your ideas and be clear about what you want as a musician or an artist or a performer. But there's many other times when you have to sit back and listen and pay attention and not try to put your needs or desires ahead 
because it's not about your performance. It's not about your individual goals. It's about the team, the group, the band, the entire performance ensemble. So that's where I really feel like a lot of musicians and singers have to work on themselves first. You got to work on yourself and make sure that you're willing to be able to set things aside, to not try to make it about you for the moment. Even if you're the lead singer or the leader of the musician, uh, the leader of the band, you got to be able to back up and think about the group first. Number four is build experience. There's nothing better than simply getting in a room or a stage or performing with somebody over and over until you simply know each other's habits, your inclinations, your preferences, and that simply comes with time. So there may be times that communication may be a little tough, but you simply have to give it time with a particular musician, artist, performer, or a group that you're in. You can't rush this. Communication takes time to develop, and just like in a marriage or a friendship or anything, you simply can't create an ensemble or create a feeling of camaraderie overnight. Now, there are some amazing times when things happen very quickly, but that's usually not the case. I'm sure you all have heard and seen bands and groups who, when they say they've been together 10, 20, 30 years, and they have shared experiences, they've laughed, they've cried together, they've grown together, And the music or the performance reflects that kind of sense of camaraderie and connection. But it didn't happen on the first show or the second show. It happened over time. And so that continually working together and trying to figure each other out, the really interpersonal part of being an artist is where they began to grow that sense of communication and knowing each other very well. So you've got to give it time. So I would say number four is simply to build experience. Allow your communication skills to grow as you work with your fellow artists and musicians. Number five is probably my favorite and it connects with number three, but I want to put a little different spin on it. Number five is to be humble. And I want you to remember that you are part of a team as a musician, an artist, a performer, and that you're never by yourself. Even if you're a solo performer, you rely on other people and you have to be willing to be humble and put yourself in a position of preferring others before yourself. Now, as you can probably tell, this is a spiritual principle as much as it is a musical or an artistic or creative one. And the phrase I wanted to pull out is one from the Bible. It's from Romans chapter 12. And I want to give you the phrase from the Message Bible because I love the way they put this. It's simply the idea of preferring somebody else before yourself, humbling yourself and trying to make others better. But the phrase in the Message Bible is practice playing second fiddle. I mean, how much better can you get than that? That is an absolutely musical term. Second fiddle that many of you know refers to the idea of letting somebody else go first, the first violin chair or the first chair of this or the leader or whatever, and then you play second fiddle. It's hard, though, for many of us, once we get ensembles, to remember that at any point we have to play second fiddle. We have to allow somebody else to step forward and make them better instead of making ourselves look good trying to get that moment for ourselves. It's so important to practice playing second fiddle because this is a struggle for all of us. I don't care what kind of musician or performer you are. It's a struggle to remind yourself, 
hey, I need to think of others first. And so it's okay if it doesn't come natural. It's okay if communication isn't natural to you. But you have to practice playing second fiddle, practice humility, practice and rehearse this idea just as much as you are practicing your music or your art or your film or your stage play or your script. Whatever you're practicing, you've got to practice humility and practice playing second fiddle so that you can honestly communicate with others and have that give and take, that real sense of camaraderie and collaboration that doesn't come any other way. So the five ways, once again, to help you improve your onstage and offstage communication is to be prepared individually, agree on your vocabulary, leave your ego behind, build experience, and be humble. I really hope that blessed you. And if you would like to read more into this communication aspect, there are a couple of posts I would definitely direct you to. If you simply look at the show notes, you'll see that I posted godandgigs.com slash communicate. And that's the link for our six ways that musicians communicate post that we've shared. And you'll see a lot more about the specific ways that you communicate on stage, the hand signals, using the number system and things like that. So you can read more about that at that godandgigs.com slash communicate or simply look for the link in the show notes. We're also going to be presenting a challenge for those of you who are interested. This is a challenge for those of you who want to get more consistent in your creativity. We have a new challenge out and you can also click that link and it's at godandgigs.com slash consistent. So two different sites to check out godandgigs.com slash communicate and same thing with the slash consistent. There's a challenge that we're going to be launching in a few weeks that you might want to be a part of if you want to become a more consistent creative who's creating without excuses, who's not letting life get in the way all the time of what you want to create. So you can check that link out as well, godandgigs.com slash consistent. That's all for today. I'm looking forward to seeing you at our next episode, so make sure you've subscribed. Also, please review the show and let us know what you think about it. We'd love to get more reviews and some stars and ratings because that helps people find the show. More people like you who are musicians who are trying to build better lives from the inside out. God bless you. Thanks so much for checking out this episode and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us here at the God and Gig Show. Please leave us a review on iTunes, like our Facebook page, or visit GodandGigs.com and tell us what you thought of this show. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, go create something amazing. Amazing.